So Lord, we just thank you for tonight. We thank you for those gathered around and those listening, Lord, and we just ask that you lead us more into you. Give me the words that are yours and that anything of mine just fall on deaf ears, Lord. I thank you and bless your name and just give me focus and clarity as I preach your word. In Jesus' name, amen. So I was going about asking the Lord. I took some time off after we finished um, just studying who God is and, and the facial features of God. And I took some time off to recoup and, and just seek him on where he wants me to go next. And the, as I'm doing it, I'm just being refreshed. And I heard the word hidden, and I heard the word reveal. And so I started looking into, you know, what's revealed, what's healed, or what's hidden, and, and I'm kind of just asking him, why? why? Why do I want to do this? And he says, because I want you to understand who I am and my nature and my character and what I'm all about. You know, so now we have this understanding of, of who God the Father is, what He looks like, and what He looks like operating in our life. And so now He wants us to understand who He is on a personal level, on a character level, on, you know, not just the God of all creation, but our God. And so I asked him, you know, what is the purpose of this that, I, that I'm supposed to look up hidden and reveal and, and teach these things to people? And he says, study my nature. This is why I want you to study who I am. So if we go to 2 Timothy 2, Verse 7. And he says there, Consider what I say and may the Lord give you understanding in all things. Proverbs 28, 5. Evil men do not understand justice, but those who seek the Lord understand all. In Psalm 119, verses 99 and 100. I have more understanding than all my teachers, for your testimonies are my meditation. I understand more than the ancients because I keep your precepts. So what he wants us to do is get understanding. 
He's the one who gives all understanding and has all understanding, knows things before they've ever began. He knew it before time began. And here he is as a character wanting to reveal things to us. So he wants to reveal understanding. Not only just of who he is or why he does things, but who you are to him. What you ha- the, the gifts that he's given you, all this knowledge he wants to share with us. And so that's why we seek and should study the nature of God. He says, Psalm 119, verse 144. The righteousness of your testimonies is everlasting. Give me understanding and I shall live. So by his faithfulness, and as we seek him and gain this understanding, we gain life. We receive life. And then 1 Corinthians 2, verse 12. Now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit who is from God, that we might know the things that have been freely given to us by God. And it's, do you understand this? That he wants us to know the things that he has freely given to us. The things that we think we know. You know, we're always so much smarter than we really are. And he wants to reveal these things to us. And then he says, John 16, 13. And this is Jesus saying, however... When he, the spirit of truth, has come, he will guide you into all truth, for he will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak, and he will tell you things to come. It is God's character to not blindside us. If we seek him, to know him, to be with him, we won't be blindsided by what's going on in this world. And that's what ultimately led to this. I was praying and thinking, okay, I'm going to be preaching on one topic. And the Lord said, no, don't focus on those things. Because I don't want you to focus on those things because they take away the focus on me. Focus on me. Study me. And you will understand the things that are going on in this world. And I said, well, well, what are you doing in, in this world right now? And that's when he told me, hidden and reveal. What he is, who he is, is the revealer of hidden things. 
He is the revealer of hidden things. And so there's, and so I said, okay, God, that's who you are. I understand this, and it makes sense. But what are you all about revealing? And so as I studied these and dove into these things, he, he reveals different things to different groups of people. And for different purposes, and we'll see that. But the, what he says, what, the, what he reveals to everyone, the world over, he reveals three things. He reveals secrets, he reveals sins, and he reveals darkness. Those are the three things that he reveals to non-Christians and Christians alike. And so I said, what do those mean, Lord? And as he, he, so he started, he started giving me these Bible verses to look up, and this is where I got those three topics. So we're going to look at secrets right now. Luke 8, 17. For nothing is secret that will not be revealed, nor anything hidden that will not be known and come to light. Mark 4.22 For there is nothing hidden which will not be revealed, nor has anything been kept secret, that it should, but that it should become to light. In Daniel 2.47 The king answered Daniel and said, Truly, your God is the God of gods, the Lord of kings, and a revealer of secrets, since you could reveal this secret. He reveals secrets. Those things that we thought we could keep from everybody, we cannot keep from Him. And, 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 I, and, and I can just tell you from experience just how naive it is you know, I can keep secrets from family members. I can keep secrets from friends. And those may last a long time. But there is no secret keeping from God. When I felt to keep a secret or thought I could keep a secret, He just reveals it to me and He reveals my folly and my shame in trying to keep these things secret because all it does is eat me alive. It destroys my relationship with him. There's things that I have to, I feel like I can't talk to him if I hold back a secret. And it's not secret to him because he knows it. But in my brilliant wisdom and self-delusion, there is nothing secret between he and I.
And most of those things I keep secret are like what Psalm 90 says. Psalm 90, verse 8. You have set out, you have set our iniquities before you, our secret sins in the light of your countenance. Most of those things that I keep secret are sins. You know, struggling with pornography, uh, you know, lusting after this person, murdering, you know, evil thoughts, you know, gossip behind people's backs. All these things are secret sins that we hold back from telling accountability partners, from telling brothers or sisters in Christ. And all we are doing is deluding ourselves that these secrets will stay secret. And that's not what God is about. And then if you go to Daniel 2.22. He says here, He reveals deep and secret things. He knows what is in the darkness and light dwells with him. He's about revealing what is in the darkness. And so I was just asking the Lord and and thinking on it and going, well, why these three things? And he said, these are the three things that the world needs to hear and understand to come back to me. You know, these are important things for those that aren't Christian to understand that God is about revealing these sins so that he, they can receive his free gift. And for those of us who have received that free gift, he's revealing these things because he wants us in a more proper relationship. How can you have a deep relationship with somebody if, you th- if one person is keeping secrets? That relationship can't progress. That relationship can't get deeper if there's not trust flowing both ways. You, th- you think about a marriage. If there's infidelity, one person you know, has infidelity, cheats on the other, there can't be a growth. There's, there's a rift. There's something in the way, a block in the way of both people, A, reconciling, but B, growing beyond. The same's with our relationship with the Lord. Those sins, those secret things that we believe nobody else knows, and since we haven't confessed it to the Lord, He doesn't know, are already known, and they're keeping us from a relationship that has the potential to be the best relationship we will have ever experienced. But we're too prideful to whatever to admit these sins. And all he's doing is waiting to say, thank you, let's move on, let's grow. I love you, the end. 
But it's not just that. It's his nature to reveal that because there's also another purpose. And that purpose is found in Hebrews 4.13. And there is no creature hidden from his sight, but all things are naked and open to the eyes of him to whom we must give account. Romans 2.16. In the day when God will judge the secrets of men by Jesus Christ, according to my gospel, according to my gospel, We're going to give an account, guys. We're going to give an account of those secrets that we think are secret. There's no holding it back. They're all right out there in the open to the Lord. He sees them. So why not, as a Christian, have them covered in the blood of Jesus by confessing to him? And as a non-believer, why not have them covered by the blood of Jesus and accept him as your Lord and Savior? Because this is the one and only relationship that will never let you down. Romans 1.8. 118. For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who suppress the truth in unrighteousness. So that applies not only in my life that I suppress the truth both to myself because I don't want to admit that I was unrighteous, that I've sinned, but it's also on a, on a city scale, a world scale, a country scale. All these, the Lord is about revealing the sins and the tr- untruth and unrighteousness that's going on. He deals with the church first. So right now I believe in this time and in every time he's about revealing the truth to the church. And frankly, it's ugly. The church isn't prepared to pray. The church isn't prepared to war in the spiritual realm. The church isn't prepared, wasn't even prepared on how to gather when the world says they can't gather. The American church is so poorly prepared for what is happening. And that's the Lord. The Lord's revealing the secrets and the sins of the church and the weaknesses of the church. Because it's not governments that rule countries. It's not governments that rule the world. It is one and only God the Father. 
And if you are not seeking him and you aren't in right standing and you are holding secrets, you're wrong. And so the church may think this is, this is harsh and hurtful. But we haven't been listening to what he's been telling us nicely. We're too comfortable on, we were too comfortable on Sunday mornings going and then at 12 o'clock turning on the TV because football was on and forgetting what exactly the pastor just preached on. Probably because some of them don't even believe what they're preaching. I mean, we're seeing that now. These pastors coming out and saying, I don't even know if I believe in God anymore. Well, that's great. How stupid do you feel following that? But it's also... So we're going to have to account and be made accountable for these, these truths that we have suppressed as a church, as a country... But the reason, this, this isn't meant to hurt, it's meant to heal. God doesn't want to destroy nations, he doesn't want to destroy people, that none should perish, but all should have everlasting life. He wants to reveal the sins of our hearts. Because if you just go on deluding yourself that nothing's wrong, nothing can get fixed. But you are wrong. You are broken. I am broken. I have sins. And before he has me preach this, he does a work on me first. And I have to go through things. And I have to suffer in order to impress on you guys the need and importance of repentance and seeking the Lord and letting Him reveal why He's doing these things. So if we go to Ecclesiastes For God will bring every work into judgment, including every secret thing, whether good or evil. In Job 12.22 He uncovers deep things out of darkness and brings the shadow of death to light. He's going to make known these things, guys. Whether good or evil, they will be made known. So everything we do, good or evil, shall be revealed and, and we will be held accountable. 
and I don't know about you, but I would like to stand before the Lord and him say, oh, look, Tyler, these are all the things that I have against you. And Jesus looking over his shoulder saying, no, 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 I covered that. I covered that. No, 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 I got that. And, and God saying, well, Tyler, it looks like you're good. Welcome to my rest. So these are things that we need to understand and, and truly take in and not, not look on in fear at the revelation of these things. You know, it's not about instilling fear in us, but in frankly, doing the opposite. Bringing peace on us because our inner turmoil of keeping secrets, keeping sins, keeping lies, and the darkness within us, he's trying to alleviate us of that burden. That's on a personal level. But on a worldly level, he's about revealing the lies and sins that are being perpetrated against those who call out on his name. God is not anything if he isn't just. God is just. He is going to take those who are perpetrating sins and lies and deceiving his people, enslaving his people, and he's going to reveal to them just who he is. He did it to Pharaoh. Pharaoh enslaved the people and, by, and he refused to acknowledge who God was. Even though God did all these miracles and signs in his presence, he said no. But in the end, there was nothing that Pharaoh could stand against. And so I am believing that in this world... God is revealing those that have tried to enslave the people of Christ. And they have mocked the name of our God by perpetuating more and more lies, deceits, and sins against us. And he's not going to stop until they acknowledge that there is a God on the throne of heaven and he rules and he reigns. He is the God of gods. He is the Lord of kings and the revealer of secrets. But you say, man, that's well and great. I'm thankful that he does reveal my sins. But, you know, that seems pretty harsh in, in nature. And I say to you, sin's pretty ugly. Sin's pretty shameful. Getting rid of it shouldn't be a pretty thing because your sin isn't a pretty thing. It's an abomination to God. Yes, we have 
received salvation from the ultimate punishment and ju judgment of sin. But that doesn't mean and has never meant that there are no consequences for your sin. You know, it's not the eat, drink, and be merry for tomorrow we die. But there's always something new and exciting about the nature of the Lord. And this is why there's a benefit to being someone that serves the Lord. And in John 3, 3, we see one of these reasons. Jesus answered and said to him, Most assuredly, I say to you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. So unless you have repented of your sins, you will not see the kingdom of God. You will not receive the benefits of the kingdom of God. There is glory in the kingdom of God, but you will never know. And so as a Christian, as, we, as he reveals our sins, he's also revealing the kingdom of God. And I mean, ultimately, isn't that what we're hoping for? is to live in the kingdom of God, yet here he is saying that you can see the kingdom of God now. It, you can be present with the kingdom of God now, not just upon death. Because God isn't about withholding things to us, but giving us things. But there is a need and necessity to be in right standing with him. And so another benefit of being a Christian, serving the revealer of secrets, Psalm 25. Psalm 25, verse 14. The secret of the Lord is with those who fear him, and he will show them his covenant. So he has made a covenant with us. And for those that fear him and acknowledge who he is, we're going to get to see the magnificent promises bearing fruit in our lives, in the lives of our children. And if that doesn't get you excited, here's an added bonus. Colossians 1.26 
Colossians 1.26, the mystery which has been hidden from ages and generations, but now has been revealed to his saints. Matthew 13.35, that it might be fulfilled which was spoken by the prophet, saying, I will open my mouth in parables. I will utter things kept secret from the foundation of the world. And Ephesians 6, 19. And for me, that utterance may be given boldly to me, that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel. There are mysteries and there are things that the Lord has hidden from man from the beginning, the foundation of the world. And he's not about keeping them from us. He's about revealing them to us. So if you want to know, seek after him. Get rid of the secrets Get rid of the sins. Get rid of the darkness in your lives and receive the mysteries that are going to be freely given to you. You know, if you were a true follower of Christ, you wouldn't even need those last three things, to see the kingdom of God, to, to, receive, to understand his covenant, and to see these mysteries. You would just be satisfied knowing that you are in right standing with the Lord. But the Lord is not anything but generous to us. He extends us grace. He extends us mercies more than I deserve quite frequently. And I say, Lord, forgive me of this sin. Forgive me of that sin. Forgive me of this thought and that thought. I'm unworthy. And he says, yes, but Jesus' blood has made you worthy, so I count you worthy. So understand these things. And do you know what the mysteries that I'm finding that he's revealing to me are? just how much he loves me, just how, just who he is. What I'm preaching to you right now is a mystery I never understood. I never knew this until he revealed it to me. That's been my heart cry, to know him, to understand him to walk with him in my life. And so now I understand that when I feel, when, when, when a sin is revealed to me, when something good is revealed to me, it's the Father in his nature walking alongside me, showing me these things. It's not my own man wisdom and I'm so smart revealing the secrets in the word. It's him making himself known to me. You know, when some people say, I'm not smart enough. 
to read the Word and understand. It's too much work to read the Word and seek about. I don't know what to pray to get these mysteries revealed. And all I say to you is poppycock. Because what you don't know what to ask, the Spirit does. The Spirit knows what you need and will cry out to Him. So just pray in thanksgiving. Pray in repentance. And all these things shall be added unto you. The greatest treasure next to the free gift of salvation is knowing that God the Father is operating in my life And now, as I am seeking him, he's revealing those things and those movements in my life. So there is no doubt in my mind that he doesn't exist. That he isn't, you know, that he isn't just a figment of my imagination. And a way for me to tithe and make somebody rich. He is who he says he is. He is I am. And part of I am's nature is to reveal things. And reveal he shall if we but Ask. And because the Spirit knows, you may not even ask, and that's why He's still doing it. Because He knows I love Him. He knows that we love Him. And that if we don't get right with Him, He knows that our relationship can't progress to more than what He wants it to be and more than what we think it can be. So Lord, right now, in the name of Jesus, I just ask that you reveal, as painful as it is, those secrets and sins and darkness in my life that I don't know that I have buried, that the enemy has blocked my sight. I ask in the name of Jesus that you reveal it. And Lord, I ask that you reveal in the name of Jesus the sins and darkness is, that are presiding over the cities, over the, the, the states and the, the nations and this world. I ask that you reveal those hands that have mocked you and say that you are not God. You are not the God of gods, the Lord of kings. Lord, I ask in the name of Jesus that you right now reveal those lies, that you reveal your hand and your might in this world, that there is no doubt that you are God who sits on the throne and judges the nations.
And Lord, I ask for those that are truly seeking you, that you reveal those mysteries that have been hidden since the foundation of the world. And just open our eyes, open our ears, break those stone hearts, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Let us see what you see, let us hear what you hear, and let us speak with the tongues of angels praising you, preaching your gospel, Lord. For you are worthy, you sit up on high, and all nations shall bow at your feet. And so, Lord, we thank you for revealing to us just who you are, just how you love us. And we ask that you continue to reveal these things to us. And all to your glory and honoring you and your name. And it's in your son's name we pray. Amen.